listen, I don't know who's good and who's bad in the NFL, but I do know the Seahawks got eliminated from the playoffs. Welcome to another episode of Packcast, the podcast where you don't have your Packers fan, but it sure does help. I'm your host, Tom. I have no idea what the hell is going to happen in the playoffs. Grassi, and today we are going to be ranking the top 10 teams heading in to week 17 of the NFL. Before we get to that, I want to do a big shout and thank you to some brand new patrons and YouTube members. First on the Patreon side of things, we have Dustin Wokey coming in. The Patreon after donating to all the fundraisers constantly in the stream. Dustin, I appreciate you. And over on the YouTube side of things, we have Mom Chill, Perilkoff, we have Uncultured Barbarian, we have Manet32, we have Kaylee, and Plays Like a Recruit. A big shout out and thank you to you all. So the toughest thing about this week, as we are in the final two weeks of the NFL regular season, was do I put the Dolphins in the top 10? I waited until after Monday Night Football to record this. It's currently 12.30 a.m. in the morning. And looking at how they perform tonight, eight sacks against the Saints. Their defense has been great. They're the first team in NFL history to lose seven straight and then win seven straight. Brian Flores should at least get some consideration as coach of the year. And also looking at their schedule, which was kind of soft, I was like, eh. They're going to just miss out on the top 10 and instead get my number 11 spot, but we're not Brandon Perna, so we're not going to do 100 teams here. And so, taking their place at number 10, I'm allowing you to hold on, is the Arizona Cardinals. Just because they do have the better record, they've gone up against some tough teams, even though they did lose to the Lions. I'm keeping you in the top 10 for this week, and I know you don't got an easy matchup next week against the Cowboys, and I don't want to say it's a must-win game, but you're out of contention for the number one seed at this point, and it's not looking good. The Cardinals had a little run game without James Conner. However, Chase Edmonds performed admirably on the ground and also through the air, being their leading receiver. And this team is just confusing. No DeAndre Hopkins, which definitely hurts. Their O-line is not giving Kyler Murray a ton of time here. Going up against a good team in the Colts. But now, it's like, hey, ugh. You talk about Cliff Kingsbury. There's a stat I read on GPS on Monday morning and was talking about how weeks one through seven, he's one of the top three teams in the league with the Ravens and the Packers under his coaching tenure. After that, horrific. And it looks like this is a full-blown midseason collapse. They are now second in their own division in the NFC West, a division that I thought they had locked up, and all of a sudden now they're scrambling. They definitely made the playoffs, so they've already clinched a spot, but... The Cardinals are falling, and they're falling fast. And I know that they've had a better record on the road this year than at home, and maybe this is just part of their 5D chess. But they need to pick things up. A huge game against the Cowboys, who I will be rooting for the Cardinals in that game. But final two games, they got to finish strong. Otherwise, they're going to be limping into the playoffs, and it's just not a good look. Number nine, you got the New England Patriots, another team going through a losing streak night now, losing 
two straight. And again, playing some tough teams, but losing to the Colts, then losing to the Buffalo Bills. And in both of those games, let's say, Mac Jones has not looked ideal in this game. Zero tutties, two interceptions, still had over 100 rushing yards, but Mac Jones did not look great. In addition, first time under Bill Belichick that that defense has not forced a single punt. Not a great statistic here. And the Bills, Josh Allen, man. Kudos to him. Absolutely put the team on his back, not just through the air, but also on the ground, just doing everything he had to. McKenzie having a great game. And this was without Gabe Davis. This was without Cole Beasley. And the Bills were able to take care of business. Patriots, two games left. Right now, the Bills are ahead of them in the AFC East, and they're another team that will make the playoffs likely, but you know they, they, they don't want to put in these kind of performances in the final two games, so we'll see how they do. The Patriots have the Jaguars and then the Dolphins, so worst-case scenario, they should go 1-1, one and one. but right now, Patriots are not where they want to be. The good news is they'll probably still be in the dance. Number eight, you got the Buffalo Bills. Redemption. I told you you needed to beat a good team, a winning football team to get back in the good graces, and you did just that. As we just talked about, receivers, they were down, didn't matter. Josh Allen, team on the back. And the big thing here is the O-line didn't allow a single sack, and look what happened. Josh Allen flourished. We know that the Bills are not a run-first team, but didn't matter. The Bills are still a good football team when Josh Allen has protection. And so now their reward, they're number one in the AFC East. And I know a lot of people were writing them off. But here, the Bills rocking and rolling. And if they're able to win those final two games, they will secure the AFC East right where they want to be. Number seven, you got the Tennessee Titans. Beaten up, but coming away with a huge win against the San Francisco 49ers and A.J. Brown coming off IR and just dominating in that game against a good 49ers defense, really able to contain Jimmy G. I know they wound up hurting his thumb on one of the sacks, but not really allowing a ton of rushing yards. On top of that, George Kittle, a complete non-factor in this game. And the big news is going to be if the Titans can make the playoffs, which it looks like they're going to, can they get Derrick Henry back? Because then that's a game changer and it's a completely different team. They're kind of in a battle with the Colts right now on who's going to win that division as the Colts are not making it easy as they are arguably the hottest team in football. But the Titans doing just enough. They got two games left. And right now, Titans, even with a depleted roster, still getting the W. Number six, you got the Cincinnati Bengals. Oh boy, did Kitty go meow. 525 yards for Joe Burrow. T. Higgins, nearly 200 yards. Jamar Chase, over 100 yards. Mixing with a couple tutties. And that offense was rocking and rolling. Yes, did they go up against a third-string QB? And yes, did they play a defense who was just decimated by injuries? One million percent. Still a divisional rival, though. They sweep the Ravens, and they are in the driver's seat to win the AFC North. Now, Anyone in that division still can win the AFC North, but the kudos have to go to the Bengals here. They kind of had a midseason lull, bounced back, had a huge win, are currently the number three seed in the AFC, and right now, that Kitty Perrin. Number five, you have arguably the hottest team in the AFC next to the Chiefs, and that is the Indianapolis Colts. 
Three straight wins, their last two against the Patriots and the Cardinals. Definitely no slouches there. And the thing is, Jonathan Taylor didn't really come into the game. He got over 100 yards, but really didn't come into the game until the second half here. Carson Wentz playing freaking fracking well. The O-line is completely destroyed by injuries. They barely got any starters out there. Still able to go against a good Cardinals defense and get it done and doing just enough. In my opinion, the Colts are the one team in the AFC you do not want to face right now because when Carson Wentz is playing well, and of course you have Jonathan Taylor there, they're going to be one of the hardest teams to stop in football. So the Colts keep on rocking. As we said before with the Titans, it's going to be a neck-and-neck battle for the AFC South. But the Colts having a bad start to the year, but they sure are finishing this thing strong. Number four, you got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers embarrassing the Carolina Panthers. Not playing their best game, but I mean, that's to be expected considering you had no Godwin, no Fournette, no Evans. But you did have a returning Antonio Brown who got over 100 yards. They clinched the NFC South the first time since 2007. They have a walk-in-the-park schedule against the Jets and the Panthers, which they should be able to win. And the Buccaneers are in a great position, just waiting for the teams above them to falter. They're playing good football, should get some of those guys back from injury within these next couple of weeks to ready themselves for the playoffs. But right now, Buccaneers keep rolling. Number three, you got the Dallas Cowboys. Ugh. 56-14 to 14 against the Washington football team. A four-game win streak. Their defense dominating. Trayvon Diggs crushing it in the interceptions. Run game was pretty solid. Dak looking really good. And the Cowboys looked like a complete team. They clinched the NFC East, which is not much of a struggle here. However, they don't have the easiest of schedules left. They have to hope the Packers lose one game, and then if the Cowboys win out... They're the number one seed, but they got the Cardinals and then a division rival in the Eagles in the final game of the season, so it's no walk in the park. However, the Cowboys, yeah, they're looking pretty good. Number two, you got the Kansas City Chiefs still holding on there. Complete domination over the Steelers, and they are the first and only team to clinch an AFC playoff spot and their division locking up the West Patrick Mahomes playing pretty well. The defense suffocating. I know it's against Ben Roethlisberger. There's not much there. But an eight-game win streak for the Kansas City Chiefs. A huge turnaround for their season. And here we are again. The Chiefs being the number one seed in the AFC. And it's like they never left. Arrowhead is always going to be a difficult place to play in. Especially in the playoffs. And so the Chiefs are in the driver's seat right now. Let's see how they finish the season. And number one, still holding on to that number one spot, you got the Green Bay mother-loving Packers. And I know people are going to look at me and go, Tom, they beat the Browns by two points. What the hell are you talking about out here? You know, the Chiefs had a dominant win. The Cowboys had a dominant win. And here's what I'm going to say. One, strength of their opponent. Two, the Packers, they have a ton of injuries too. They barely have any starters on that offensive line. We're on our fourth string left tackle. Braden also getting COVID today, going on the COVID list. But Yash Neiman getting hurt during that game. So Dave Bakhtiari, first left tackle. Then you had Elton Jenkins. Then you had Yash. And now you have Ben Braden. We're on our fourth string guy. And they're still able to come away with the W. Yes, did that offense really get bogged down in the second half and not score anything except for three points? Absolutely. Did the refs absolutely help them? 
100%. However, the Browns are still a good football team. They have a good defense. And on top of that, their offense, while streaky, they have one of the best running back tandems in the league. I know Nick Chubb was the only one to play, and he was doing really well against the Packers. But the Packers still able to pull off a W against an opponent they don't play very often. So I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt here. If you want to say, hey, there's other teams that deserve it, the Packers still have the best record in football. They are in the driver's seat to win the number one seed. They have the Vikings, then the Lions to finish off the rest of the season. And I think considering all their injuries, considering that what they've been dealing with all season, I think it's right to say that they're still the number one seed. But let me know what you think down in the comments below. How do you feel about the top 10? Do you think the Dolphins deserve a spot in there? Let me know. You guys find me at TomGrassyComedy.com or TomGrassyComedy on all social media you see down below. Check out podcasts on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and of course YouTube. And a big shout and thank you to all the patrons over at Patreon.com slash TomGrassyComedy and the YouTube members. But thank you so much for watching. I'm Tom Grassy. And as always, Go Pack Go!